Alright, let's get started with another amazing episode of Adulting Poorly. Brought to you in part by, well, me. I don't have any sponsors. I would like to be sponsored by Lady Bears, but I don't think they would actually sponsor me, given the content of uh, what I talk about. Um, let's jump right in. I'm not going to do the love and hate thing this week. I might start moving away from that more. I don't know. If you have a subject you'd like or things that you'd like me to talk about, send me a message and I'll chop it up as much as you want. Um, I'm going to jump right into Brett Kavanaugh, the whole Kavanaugh bullshit. So let's just go there for a minute. This whole circus has really been kind of a shit show. Uh, and, and that's for whatever side you are on. If you are Democrat, Republican, pro-Kavanaugh, whatever it is, this has just been an ungodly shit show. And it, it hasn't, It's it's been a circus because nothing has been handled correctly. You have clowns on both sides that are just like trying to draw your attention away from the actual issue. And the end result was as bad as it could have been. But... This is just, from even from the beginning, like the weird one-sided prosecutor at the Senate, Senate hearing, the childish and outlandish behavior of someone who is interviewing for a lifetime position. Let that sink in for a second. You're, you're interviewing for a lifetime seat, and you're, you're literally going to be judging people. You're in the highest court of the land, and your outburst... And angry, over-the-top behavior is now an indicator of how you're going to perform as a judge. If you were in the job that you have right now, if you acted like that in your interview, would you have that job? I mean, and let's be honest, no one would. Unless, of course, you're self-employed. But even that, shit, if you talk to yourself like that, you're fucking crazy. You're angry at yourself. You're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It just, it, none of it made any sense to me. And when, with all, when all the questions are done and you start looking at how the accuser was attacked, the biggest thing that came out of this is people saying, I don't understand why she didn't come forward sooner. She should have come forward sooner. This is, it's a total scandal. It's all made up. It's all bullshit. This whole Fiasco is why women don't come forward sooner. I mean, think about it. It, it, it. This woman came out, and then what happened? She was mocked publicly. She was, you know, called a liar, made to feel like it was her fault, made to feel that she was untrue and by the way it was done in the most dramatic way possible as well but that's no different from anybody else is it any different for somebody in high school that they would you think this would be treated any differently i mean granted this one is under a microscope and there's a lot of scrutiny and everyone is seeing it but why would it be different for anybody else why would it be different going home and trying to have that conversation or having it with a police officer or a principal and being handled almost the exact same way that's why people don't come forward. And if you're a man and think that, well, of course I would come forward if I was sexually assaulted, you're so full of shit. And by the way, I I have a I have a retort for this. If you don't believe what I'm saying when I say you're full of shit, 
Look at Terry Crew. Terry Crew waited 20 years to come forward about being assaulted. Look at most of the children that have been assaulted by clergy. Same thing. Men, by the way. Men waiting that period of time, 20 years. And by the way, they're treated almost the exact same way. Isn't that kind of fucked up? Can you imagine being diddled by a priest? Somebody who's supposed to, gee, I don't know, follow this playbook that tells you what not to do wrong. And I think one of the things in there is don't fuck kids. Pretty sure that's in there. Don't fuck little boys that you're supposed to be helping. Pretty sure that's in there somewhere. May not be um, exactly that, but, you know, you can read between the lines and figure that one out. You tell your parents, and the first thing they say is, not Father O'Flannery. There's no way he would do that. Not good old Father O'Flannery. He would never diddle a child. But they are. In, like, increasing numbers, like Bill Cosby numbers. Donald Trump sexual assault numbers. Like, they've, they're heavy hitters. And nothing. Nothing happens. These kids don't get reparations. Uh, priests don't go to jail. They're circulated into another church. It, it's no different. Except for in this larger case, this woman comes forward because, again, we have a man that is now taking a lifetime post and will be making decisions for women and women's rights and sexual assault cases from here to when he finally is either dies or, I don't know, retires. Comes forward because she thinks this is such important, it's now is the time to communicate this. And she's mocked. And then her accuser accepts the, uh, his nomination to the highest court in the land. And because there's... And looking for, I mean... Sorry, this is very... It's like, it, this bothers me so much. I can't imagine what this woman had to go through. Because essentially, and for everyone, every person that's in this position, everything has changed now. You are now guilty until proven a victim. How fucked up is that? My God. And for guys who have daughters, you should be fucking furious. Our president isn't because he believes in sexual assault. If he didn't, he wouldn't have 13 pending cases until he gets out of the White House that no one seems to talk about. He has daughters, but seems to think it's completely okay, probably because he wants to fuck his daughters. Alright. Moving on. Not far, though. The new Him Too movement. Are you fucking kidding me? Just for those of you who don't know... The Him Too movement is about men that are scared of being accused of sexual assault or have been, I'm using air quotes here, wrongfully accused of sexual assault. Uh, they're banding together to make sure that other men don't have to go through everything they've had to go through. You know, saying, no, I didn't do it, and then lambasting their accuser. Um, this might be... One of the biggest cop-out movements on the face of the earth. Look, fucking raise your kids better and this wouldn't be an issue. I can't think of a better way to say it. 
you, if you teach somebody that sexual assault is wrong and touching women like at in any manner is wrong, I mean, that's going to take care, I believe, of some of this. And then I think for everything else, we handle it the same way that we do in Italy. And we get a, you know, first you get uh, castrated. And then after you're castrated, if you still have the urges, then you have permission from the court to have your life taken. And they'll kill you. And I think that is how we should handle it here. And you know what? If I'm wrong, then, and you are one of the accused that didn't commit a sexual assault, well, now we just guaranteed you never will. All right. Sorry. I'm going to move on to some funny stuff now. I apologize. So, has anybody ever bought in European underwear? They're like boxer briefs, but they are... They're smaller. You know, they're supposed to be sexier. Sexy European man briefs, you know. Show off the package a little bit. Ooh, a little bit more thigh. Very nice. So I bought these, right? Uh, not because I need to feel sexy. Uh, it's because I need to feel sexy. And I put them on. And I, I wore them for a day. And then I tried to work out with them. Now, what I should have done is just bunch them up into a little ball and stuffed them up my asshole because that's where most of the material eventually wound up. Was like as far into my bottom hole as it could possibly be. Uh, I don't I don't suggest anyone buy these. Um, I'm going to switch back t- to just boxer briefs. They were doing me just fine. I don't know why I zigged from them. Uh, I apologize profusely to you boxer briefs. Uh, I will never, ever stray again. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that is my review of European sexy European underpants. Um, started doing something again I haven't done in a long time. Uh, lying to people. No, I'm kidding. Um, I just started doing things that are just funny to me and no one else. Uh, and by the way, you can do this anywhere and it's amazing because it literally will take down most of the room if you do it people will not know how to respond and if you do it correctly you're embarrassing everyone else around you rather than yourself i'll give you an example uh was at a restaurant with some folks not my folks and got up to go to the bathroom and yelled and somebody said where are you going i said i gotta make tt motherfucker and just walked away um now, the trick is really not not laughing as you do it because that ruins it. you got to keep them like the, the same indignant nature of the motherfucker you just dropped. And you will see like you have dropped a grenade of confusion around the room. And everyone will then look back at the table you just walked away from. Like, what initiated that response? Why would anybody need to communicate they were going TT at that level? telling you, it's wonderful. I'm going to pause for one second so I can get a drink of my lovely spiked and sparkling water. This one is Colima Lime. Mm. Delicious. Mm. All right. Moving on to some stuff that's kind of funny. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to know what the fuck is wrong with people who go to Costco. 
Costco to me has turned into like an adult Chuck E. Cheese. It is scary. Um, when they bust out the little buffets at every corner, people lose their fucking minds. They have no idea what to do. And there is no semblance of any kind of courtesy. <clears throat> Pardon me. Ooh, that lady beer is delicious. There's no, there's nobody that is, all courtesy goes out the window. Um, you see these little fuck. by the way, these are little itty bitty samples of shit products that they need to get rid of. And people just in droves, lemmings, flow to these counters. And it doesn't matter what's going on with anywhere else in the store. If you're potentially running in front of a person in a wheelchair that is trying, has shit stacked on them, trying to get to the front of the, like to the cashier, nobody seems to care. I have been cut off, run over, doesn't, but you can name it, it's happened to me. A midget ran into my ball sack. Like, it's happened. This last week, I went to Costco and saw, of course, I went on a weekend. This is my fault. They usually don't do samples or anything crazy. There's not extra people there trying to pitch you products during the week. But on the weekend, it is just a clusterfuck of calamity. It would, it's like if you were to take C4, put it in a blender, and then throw the charging blast caps in there to see if they touch, will it explode or not. Eventually, that shit's going to explode. This is what Costco is on the weekends now. It is a blender full of dynamite. It is just out of fucking control, and it's absolute chaos. I see the people that work there, they have the sad face, the same sad face, the people that work at Pizza Hut that are bringing the pizza out to you and they're like, oh, enjoy your pizza and here are all of your tokens and God, I hope I die today as they walk away. And they mean it. They want to die that day. So I'm in Costco and the samples are out. And it must be some really good shit because people are losing their fucking minds. Like going nuts. And I'm trying to maneuver through with like a giant load of toilet paper. Like everything in my car is overflowing because I stacked poorly. I didn't didn't play Tetris the right way. It's just, it's all over the joint. And as I'm walking over there, I'm watching other people and trying to take a lane that is going to get me around the roast beef traffic. Like just get me to a place where I'm, I'm maybe back towards clothes because there's no samples in clothes. And as I'm walking, this fucking Asian couple and their kid, they're walking, and this little girl who might be 18 months, two years old, it's really hard to tell because she's Asian, she could be 32, but this little girl trips and her head hits the concrete, and it made that, and this every parent knows this sound, it is that thud. It's not that your body hit. It's that her fucking melon bounced off that concrete and I was just like, oh, I could feel it. It jarred my bones. My adrenal glands shot adrenaline through my whole body as if I was the one to take that hit. And almost there's this loud gasp from um, the grenade of people that this hit who had the same visceral reaction I did. And then she just starts wailing uncontrollably just over the top wailing and what is the dad looks at his wife and says she's faking it and they just keep going for the fucking samples and left their kid there crying on the ground which by the way crying on the ground 
around a whole bunch of people that still really don't give a shit that this girl is on the ground. And they're going to run either over or past her, or they might pick her up, slap a UPC tag on her, and see if they can purchase her. I've been looking for an Asian kid. There was one here. What's the price on this thing? So fucking bad. And there's no... I mean... This kid hit so hard, she's not going to college. She's running to the mailbox twice a day. That's her life. But just walked away. Walked away from her. That to me is one of the shittiest things. Even if, by the grace of God, let's say she caught herself and that thud was her her head hitting her hands and her hands hitting the concrete, that still is painful. It's got to be. And as a parent, you know the difference between the fake cry and the not faking cry. This was not a fake cry. This was like channeling from, like this started at her toes and worked its way up. It was a wail, like wailing in pain. As in, dear God, I now have a concussion. I don't think I can read ever again. My young brain may never may never recover. And they just fucking walked away. You pick your kid up. You pick your fucking kid up. Even if they're throwing a fit, you pick your fucking kid up. Because why? The kid's in the fucking middle of the aisle. It's blocking traffic for everyone else. And it's the right thing to do. Pick up your goddamn kid. Take care of them. Hug them. Make sure they're okay. And then if they're faking, okay, we'll figure it out at that point. Or maybe you figure it out later. Or maybe you don't figure it out in fucking Costco and choose this as your place that you're drawing the line. This is the line in the sand. I don't give a shit if it's there's blood all over the place. I know for a fact that she's faking. Fuck her. Like, couldn't be leave it. And at one point, I think I said out loud, are you just going to leave your little kid here? And they didn't even turn around. So I, I, I sat there for a second, looked at a couple other people that were kind of doing the same thing with their hands. Like, what do we, what do we do here? Do we, do we, do we scoop the kid up? Do we, do we like, do we check to make sure that her vertebrae are in place? Do we do a primary and secondary and get a cat extrication system in here and tie her down and draw her out and put her outside until her parents are ready to deal with the situation? Nothing. So I just, I put my hands up and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't solve for this situation, bad parenting, kid traumatized, I can't be here. So I went on about my shopping. Later on, in line, putting my shit down, getting ready to cash out, and right next to me, the row next to me, here comes this Asian family again. And the daughter is laying on, like, the little area that kids sit in up front, you know, um, the child seating area on the cart, which I don't even know if it has a real name or not. And she is, she's nearly sleeping, like, and she has a fucking welt on her head. Like, it's swollen that much, and maybe there's been 10 minutes difference between head impact and now. It looks like she's a unicorn, you know, trying to push her first horn through her fat fucking head just so that thing will come out of there. I just... The urge to call CPS, but I mean, what are you going to say? A kid went down to Costco hard, parents did nothing about it. It's not like they tripped her. I mean, they might have, because to cause a diversion. So everyone would then look away, and then they could get up to the roast beef. You know, now I think about it more. These two fuckers have probably been planning this for a while. So they get their kid in there. She's not a good actor, right? She's a little bit slow. 
I mean, she's good at math because, you know, Asian. But she's a little bit slow on the uptake when it comes to things like hmm, acting, pratfall. So they're like, you know what? Let's trip this little fucker. Put something in her hands. Okay, so she can't break her fall. We just give her a little nudge. You cross that foot over, one foot over one, she's going down. She's going down hard. And if we do it at the right area, at the right time, we walk up, we get our samples. In fact, if they even think that that's our kid, maybe we double down on the samples. I don't know if that's what happened, but in my mind, that's what happened. At least then, there would be some point to them just abandoning her until, you know, she stopped crying because the concussion symptoms kicked in. Oh, and by the way, if you're upset because I kept making references to Asian people, um, that was for context, just so you knew it wasn't just anybody. Uh, and also to point out that every race and culture has fucking assholes in it. And I think as a larger global community, if we could just start hating the fucking assholes rather than an entire race of people, that might that might help bridge the gap for peace and understanding. Like, everyone fucking hates, I won't say rednecks, but white trash. Everyone hates white trash. And if you're like, I don't know what that means, you're fucking white trash. Um, and we all know who we're talking about. People that use the system, that constantly fuck their lives up and expect other people to fix it, like the government, and then they complain about the government. But you get it. White trash. We all know who they are. I think every race has that. I think every culture has just fucking entitled assholes like the couple that we just talked about. Let's just start hating them. Like the Kanye West of the world. Now, I will tell you, I was a fan of Kanye. After late registration, I thought that was one of the greatest albums that had come out in a long time. But now, he's really fucking crazy. And he's gone off the deep end. He he is that, that asshole that everyone can get behind hating. Black, white, doesn't matter. That's the kind of people we gotta start hating. I don't hate black people because Kanye West is the way he is. I hate Kanye West because of the way he is. And potentially... The Kardashians for room, like maybe destroying him. I don't know if it's their fault. I don't know what goes on in that specific vagina that causes dudes, specifically black dudes, to lose their fucking mind. But look at the track record, okay? Lamar Odom. I don't know how Reggie Bush got off Scott Free, and I don't know if he did because his career ended shortly after that. Kanye West. I mean, there, there's a pretty good track record of this. Maybe. It's maybe we should be just hating the Kardashians. I don't know. I don't know if they were part of the Asian family set up to get free sam- to get samples and get to the front of the line. I don't know if it's that deep, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Oh, okay. One last story, and then I'm going to end it. And this one is funny, but I didn't want to put it at the beginning. So let me take a little drink here, and I'll get to it. Mmm. 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 Okay, that's great. Ugh. So, I've talked about elevator etiquette multiple times. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. But sometimes things can magically happen either in, on, or around an elevator that just, it's just perfect. So, 
where I work, you have to get in an elevator or parking garage. Then it takes you all the way up to your offices. And then you can go to work for the day. I think most of us have a similar setup. But as I'm going into the parking garage elevator, it's pretty early in the morning. There's two gentlemen in front of me. And they don't hear me behind them. They don't know that I'm walking behind them. And I'm just far enough away that had the elevator arrived any later, this would be a totally different story. But as the elevator arrived and bing, and the doors start to open, one gentleman turns to the next one and says, don't even get me started about semen. And then they turn around as they walk in the elevator and both make eye contact with me almost at the exact same time. I am stunned frozen, uh, trying not to laugh hysterically at what I just heard because, number one, there's no context leading into this statement. It is just a blurt out statement. Like he's been thinking about it either all night or all morning and he just blah, said it. But even better is to turn around and then see me like, I thought we were having a pretty free conversation about semen. Apparently not. There's We have an audience. And I just let the two doors close. Slowly. Just. And then just unloaded laughing. Could not stop laughing. That statement made my entire day. Hearing them say that, I don't know why, I kept coming back to it and I fucking giggled my ass off all day. Yeah, I'm childish. I get that. Again, the name of this is adulting poorly. I'm not a good adult. I know that. But that right there was one of the funniest fucking things I have heard in such a long time. And again, to me, it's what set this up. Like, were they in the car and they were having a discussion about things that, you know, are disgusting to them or, you know, that, you know, close your eye forever? Um, I don't know. Like, they were sitting there going, listen, so there's like rubber cement and there's like um, super glue you know, I hate working with either one of these things. And then it's just like dead silent because they can't know how to, they don't know how to move on in the conversation. <laughs> and then he just blurts it out when he gets to the elevator. Don't even get me started about semen. <sighs> oh, okay. Sorry. That was, um, that's, that's how I work. That's my, that's how I work at work. Uh, stupid shit like that gets me through the day. Seriously, I don't know why, but stupid, stupid stuff like that, I think, is so fucking funny. That and bathroom humor. <sighs> All right, uh, I'm going to sign off now. I appreciate you guys listening to my ramblings. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is now on Spotify, and you can search it whenever you want. For those of you who are on Spotify and listening, thank you. For those of you who uh, are just tuning in, listen to the previous episodes, and again, if you have any topic that you think I would completely go off on or you think is fucking hilarious, let me know. Let's chop it up. Let's talk through it. If there's something that you want to argue about or you think I might want to argue with you about, I would love to do that. I, but then again, I may not want to argue. I might want to listen to your perspective. But let's do that. Let's have that conversation. In fact, if you have a different point of view than the whole Kavanaugh thing, I'd love to hear that as well. I don't necessarily think my opinions are 100% right, but right now they are my opinions until somebody else sways me in another direction. I'm going to keep spewing this vomit out as much as I want. Uh, again, thank you for your time, and can't wait to talk to you guys next week.